Hello everyone, welcome to Struggle Session. I am your host, Leslie Lee III. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the host of Jack AM, Jack Allison. Thank you so much for the love, the subs, the five-star reviews. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can do so at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or strugglesession.substack.com. Thank you to new subscribers, Zachary, Eric, Richard, Kevin, Dan, Lucas, Evan, and Jake. Much appreciated. We couldn't do this without you. As a reminder, if you do subscribe, not only do you get every public episode ad-free, you also get bonus episodes like From Hell, which you can hear us talk all about at patreon.com slash struggle session this weekend, this Friday, in fact. The episode with Jack, I, and Will will be coming out. Will Miniker of Chapo Trap House. We're diving into Alan Moore's From Hell, which may be his greatest work of all. From Hell is so a great, you, it, it, is a, it is a truly great one. It might be his greatest. Yeah, it could be. could be the greatest comic work. Uh, I don't know. It's tough for me to say because there's so much I that I love, you know, that's uh, a little bit more like comic booky and su- his superhero stuff is so much fun. But maybe like... If I was looking at it objectively as like what everyone would read and get value out of, I do feel like yeah. From Hell is, is truly great. Yeah, From Hell is one of those books that like you could like see in the library, which you do see in the you library, do. you know. And it's well yeah. deserved. Yeah, so please check that out. Patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh that plus the Doom review, your Doom review was hot. Your Doom review was banging. Came right out, came right out the, like, right fresh off of seeing it. We were like, it's time to record right this second. We need <laughs> we to record to right it. now. We need to record get this episode get, right now. We need to get in the booth right this It's literally minute. like, it's a 40-minute 40, 40 episode because it was like, I had to go pick up Kenny in like an hour, and we were like, but we got to get this in today, <laughs> like, it's so before important. I get the dog. <laughs> it's too goddamn important. Can you imagine if Aaron Sorkin uh, finally was reduced to making a show about, like, a political podcast like pod save america <laughs> can you imagine Jeez. a sorkin pod save drama maybe after the maybe after the lucy the lucy biopic he's doing you know the uh the nicole kidman lucy biopic that's coming out lucy biopic what's you that? don't know about this there's an aaron no. sorkin i love lucy biopic coming out starring nicole kidman as uh lucille ball oh lucille ball yeah. Who was, from what I understand, a communist and Sorkin's doing her. I, is that true? I didn't even actually know that about. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, she was um, pretty, pr- fairly far left from what I understand. Well, anyway, we'll see what happens in that. Um, uh, they're, they're, they put out a trailer and there was literally only one shot of Nicole Kidman as uh, Lucy, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. 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 She was a communist. Yeah. So. That's cool. Aaron That's Sorkin's cool. Son. I'm sure he'll do that story justice. Yeah, I'm sure that that although, will be an element. I'm sure that'll be an element I, of it. Although I have to say the fucking the last one he did about the um, Chicago Seven. Yeah, th- that movie was okay. It was okay. Wow. It, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It was it was wow. an entertaining film. 
it was an entertaining film on the whole. Did did you watch that, Jack? I, I feel I like didn't. you maybe you weren't on the episode. We did do an episode about that. Yeah, but you just weren't on it. But I just did. But, I just missed it. Didn't watch it. Well, Jack, today's episode is all about some coming attractions. Let's get into it. So many trailers are out. They came from DC Fandom. Netflix has a big thing to do. Even got a couple of video game trailers uh, were coming out. So we got a good slate of stuff. First up, Jack, uh, we yeah. have the big one, the one that everybody's talking about. Sure. The Batman. All right, let's, let's give it a watch. Now, I have seen this one already. Wow. Drinking a cup of coffee. <laughs> Holy I think, shit. I think that's kind oh of stupid. Is, is, oh, <laughs> that's stupid. Question wow, he fingered a question mark into his cup. <laughs> it's not just a call. It's a warning. Voice is fine, I guess. That's his voice. I can take care of myself. If this continues, it won't be long before you. It just this. looks so Nolan-y. Yeah. It just really looks like Nolan Jr., like Batman Begins Jr. <laughs> hey, take it easy, there. <laughs> hey, come on, there. <laughs> That's the one moment of like fun and genre I've seen in this trailer. Who's that in the world that make it? That's Russell Crowe, right? I don't know. I'm vengeance. Kind of a cool shot, I guess, with the gun. The gun. Uh, oh, it's Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's opinion. Yeah, he's gonna uh, have fun with it. Okay, I kind of like that. It just looks so Nolan-y to me. I, yeah, you man. know, I I can't help but be disappointed that we're never going to get to see the, the Affleck Batman. And we're just back to, like, basically, it seems like a reboot <laughs> of the Nolan stuff. Yeah. The car looked cool. The car, the, I like the kind of muscle, muscle car, car Batmobile. Yeah, muscle car Batmobile is cool. The music? I don't know. I don't know Whatever. about the music. It's okay. It's not bad, but I don't think it's as good as other themes. I'm not that Nolan. excited about it. I'm I'm watching oh, yeah. this and this is not excited. This has not excited me. It's like I was kind of excited. I yeah, I'm I was kind of like happy to be moving past the kind of Nolan-ish Batman, you know, with a bunch of like People, you know, I mean, this opens like every fucking Nolan trailer does with a bunch of people in like gear and like night vision goggles and shit like that. Yeah, like tons entering of cops. So, tons of so cops. many cops. I don't know. So it's, many see, cops. It, it, the color looks Nolan-y. It just kind of looks 
dark and Nolan-y, and I don't know. I'll probably still watch this fucking shit because it's on HBO Max, and uh, oh yeah, it'll be available <laughs> yeah, in my home the very like probably like before it airs, yes. <laughs> before it's in theaters. So I'll definitely we'll probably be watching be this to- trash. <laughs> Yeah, um, my thoughts on it. I mean, a, a, as you said, Jack, so Nolan, so yeah. what we've seen before, so Batman Begins is almost like they got the like color palette from Batman Begins yeah. exactly on this one. There's so many interesting things you could do with a Batman movie, and I thought that the Snyderverse was heading that way. It was like you still had like big action superhero stuff. He was gonna fight fucking Deathstroke, okay? He was yeah. gonna poke out Deathstroke's eye. He was gonna be Ben Affleck and that uh what's it Joe what's his name? Uh I forget who the Deathstroke guy is. Oh He's Joe super... Joe Mag Mang Mang Manganiello. Yeah, yeah. Dude, super jack just two super yeah. jack, super rip buff dudes just beating each other up. It would have been like Predator, okay? It would have been so fucking cool. And instead we get what feels like a regurgitation of what's already been done and has already been adapted from Batman with no real interesting additions. Uh, Somebody had a great tweet. He basically said, I don't necessarily want to see a Batman movie with Clayface, but I want to see a Batman movie that has a world in which Clayface could exist. Yeah. I guess what the Snyderverse was, the Snyderverse was, that because it was more grounded than the average comic book would be in for the most part until you get to Justice League. But you still like, you know, you could still have a movie of Batman just fighting a bunch of mercs and Deathstroke and it would yeah. be okay. Yeah, I guess I feel like okay, so we are we are recording this live and people in the chat are correcting me. This is gonna be the first movie that won't be released on HBO Max. So this is the first Warner movie that's gonna be theaters only. And I gotta say I'll probably still see that stupid shit. I'll probably end up seeing it anyway. I like air conditioning. You know, I like to get a hot dog. You know, I'll probably still watch this stupid shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I I I I guess I just wish that we could see a Batman that in in movies that has a little more fun. You know what I mean? And that like that is a little more cartoonish. And you know, just because Batman himself is very serious doesn't mean the whole tone of his world must be too you know what i mean the arkham games got that perfectly like that batman is the most serious batman that you'll see in anything but he still fights fucking joker and clayface and mad hatter and all this stuff and and it's still like dark and creepy but funny like it it gets at that perfect balance that frankly was originated by joel schumacher and we should probably (laughs) be going back to that instead of nolan Wow. Yeah. I would like I would like to see a, a Schumacher reboot over a <laughs> uh over like a just sort of aping Nolan thing. Who's the director here? Who's directing the Batman? It's like Matt, uh, Reeves, Matt Reeves or something like that. Matt Reeves. What has yeah. Matt Reeves done? Let me look here. Uh the um Planet of the Apes movies. Planet the reboots. Oh. Okay. So it is one of these things where it's like if you're, I mean, if you're, no, no, no. Just some of those, some of those for- get kind of goofy. I mean, I guess it makes sense that it's like way over serious. If he's the guy that did all the like super serious monkey talking movies or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you made all, you made that big franchise. And now after that, you're working on another franchise. Like, don't you want, don't you have like something original you want to do? Right. Maybe I, although this, this is the same question we could ask of Denny as well, I think. Let's watch the uh, the trailer for the new Scream. But he was a childhood friend of JJ. 
I do think it's funny the new scream, the idea of a landline ringing and you would answer it is ridiculous. It's funny that the new the new Ghostface has to text to be like yes. answer your landline. Of course, <laughs> of course he would. So everyone would just ignore any landline ringing. So, but your text says answer the phone. Oh, he's using the smart systems. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. This is a little update, but who is this woman? This is supposed to be like a Drew Barrymore level, like. No, but you know celebrity. what? You know the point. You know this one though, Leslie. This is Halloween H two O. Everyone else is coming back. It's happening. Three attacks. So yeah. You have a gun. I'm Sydney Prescott. Wow. Of course I have a gun. Something about this one just feels different. Thanks for reminding me of your name. So maybe Sydney. it's a reverse where nobody gets killed and then a bunch of movie stars <laughs> are the ones who are actually the stars. I'm, I know who you are. I've been through this a lot. This is your life now, which means that whoever this is... Yeah, you have. <laughs> oh, these new stars are not it. They need to... I, I'm sorry. I don't care about any of them. You don't like the Scream Junior kids? No. Don't like any of these kids. This is one of now the listen. least cool generations of teenagers that has ever existed, if I'm being honest. Whatever his link is to our past, it's pulled us all back here. And I won't sleep until he's in the ground. Wow. It just doesn't. I just don't feel any. I felt nothing watching that. That just didn't so seem like anything. So here's what I say. Is I'm like, I, 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 I do like Scream, and I kind of want to see it. You know, I want to see the new movie. Could just be the trailer, but I'm, I'm, I'm not getting what I love from Scream, which is the kind of like meta commentary stuff. Like, it didn't seem like they're really going to. I mean, either they're just not like. They could just not be doing it so much in the trailer, but it kind of didn't seem to have that like that fun kind of almost parody of 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 horror movies, you know, that the early screams have. And it didn't seem to have these serious <sighs> horror elements that seemed like I just it just seemed like nothing to me. That just next next trailer, Jack. <laughs> just okay, next less trailer. said less said the better. All right, this is. The Sandman, and this is the first one I haven't All seen. All right, Netflix. This is an TV Adam Sandler series. documentary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Long-awaited uh, TV wow. slash uh, adaptation of Neil Gaiman's Tonight, The Sandman comedy. The Sandman. Everybody wants their Game of Thrones. Everybody is desperate for another Game of Thrones. Yeah. Which adaptation will it be? Which adaptation <laughs> will be their Game of Thrones? What's going to hit like Game of Thrones did? They're actually promoting give us Dune a lot to with adapt. Game of Thrones, Jack. Did you? They're doing like side-by-side -side HBO Max ads, Dune on top of Game of Thrones. Like, hey, this is wow. both the same thing. If you like one, you like the other. <laughs>
I don't know. All right. Really doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, it doesn't do a lot for me just looking at it. I just don't think they... And they've released a lot of visuals from it. I don't think they really did a good job of making a comic book that always struck you before you even get into the first page with some bizarre you know, visual. This just looks like another TV show um, to me. Yes. And you, It looks like a Netflix show. It looks like how the fucking... The one we're going to see coming up here um in in like three from now but we're gonna see the cowboy bebop trailer and this looks just as fan video-y as the cowboy bebop trailer i swear what they're doing now at netflix is they're like doing vimeo fan movies but just buying the license ahead of time you know what i mean like these are not this is not real this is not real well i will say that there is a pretty good adaptation of Sandman going on on Amazon. Um, they're doing like an audio book reading of it. And I've listened to the first chapter. And it's actually very, very oh, yeah. uh, good. Very well done. Uh, and top level, uh, well, high level uh, cast. Lots of famous people in the cast, I should say. But um, I don't know. Our, I guess our friend Pat Oswalt, he gets to play Ma- Matthew the Raven in this one. Charles Dance as uh, Roderick Burgess. I think that's a good pick, but he's not in it much uh he's just, just kind of yeah. there to die um are they gonna spend the whole seat i guess they probably will spend the whole season on the first like a uh, chapter of the book i mean that's the whole idea is that you get a lot to it you know if you if one of these hits they got to adapt every property right now leslie just to like see if one hits it's, that's basically the idea right now is like start an adaptation of everything we're gonna see so many unfinished adaptations is what i think i look at all this shit and i'm like dune and the sandman we're gonna watch so many unfinished adaptations as they like just try (laughs) every single property (laughs) and find that they don't all hit like that imagine if there's not a dune part two imagine all right i think that there might be i mean i was talking with van my friend van about it and he's like legendary as co-financing the movie so there still probably will be a dune part two but i we talked about this in the episode. I do think it's really weird to make a part one when you're not fully <laughs> greenlit on part two. Like all they greenlit was like him doing a script for part two. And like I I that is such hubris. I can't even believe it. Uh, but anyway. Um All right. Let's move on to Eternals. The final it's time train. for the Eternals, no, everybody. There was a whole no. bunch of talk about this trailer because people got very, very angry at the critiques of it uh they were saying that you know you're picking apart this movie because it's the one that's directed by an asian woman and with a diverse mm-hmm. cast mm-hmm. and, and that is true because honestly i have loved every single car commercial that the russo brothers have shit out every single time the two white russo brothers shit out a fucking glossy looking car commercial i just fucking i i, I can't mean i can't withhold my adoration but you know the first time a woman of color shows up i'm i i get upset so i i do think that's a fair criticism well jack you're being facetious but it's actually true because i think probably a good half the people who are like comfortable feel ha- uh, happy shit on the eternals now are only doing so because like the part of the mcu that they like is over like like now people are like now it's okay to be like this movie is stupid because Jack you've been in the trenches you know if you had said you know Ant-Man or Doctor Strange sucks a lot of the people who be yelling at you are now 
fairly okay with saying the Eternals look stupid and we're done with it. So I actually do think that uh, she is going to end up paying for the crimes of the Russos and the Weedens. But the thing is, the thing is with all this bullshit is that it is just fucking... It's all just marketing bullshit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like, I, first of all, I don't even think Chloe Zhao is out there being like, people are being racist to me. If anything, I think she's like, man, I hope this does well because I wasn't allowed to use my DP and, you yeah. know, maybe some parts don't work so well and they took it away in the edit and everything like that. Like, this whole construction that it's just like racist not to like is like, frankly, what Disney does to market every movie since like 2015. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know Jack, what I mean? Jack, like, co- this is what they've done for every stinker yeah, since Jack, 2015. Yeah, yeah. But Jack, we've, uh, we've covered that ground before. I'm just pointing out it's the true. fact that we've been saying that for two years and now people are it's true. people who are suddenly, you know, now they're decided, to, oh, now the MCU is bad. Yeah. Uh, Let's give it a watch. Man. Now, what I do think, for as completely nonsensical, this is like watching an ad for like the Golden Compass or something. Like, it's so <laughs> like half the universe got pulled away. No, I had a, a small viral tweet because I mentioned the fact that in the trailer they have to explain why they didn't help stop slavery and the Holocaust for some reason. Same as the Transformers. You don't now, need the to tra- do that. No, actually, to be to be fair, to be fair to the Transformers, the Transformers were helping stop slavery. <laughs> yes, they and did. were involved in the Underground Railroad. They were, but it's so bizarre. Like they only have to do that because it's like an MCU movie. Imagine if they just said, "We're making Eternals. We don't have to tie it to Iron Man." You know, it just has. Right. It could just be a separate thing. No, they just have to like. Literally, the first line in the trailer is, "We couldn't be here because of Thanos." So people want to know why we weren't here when Thanos is here. I'm like, what a bizarre. <laughs> these aren't intended for anyone who hasn't seen any of these movies. It's like, you know, just intended for people who have watched the TV show. Anyway, I do think this movie is going to be huge. Now, I used to feel like it was going to bomb and that Shang-Chi was going to bomb. I think this might be the biggest movie of the year. And we're going to be like, what the hell happened? What is going on with movies? It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't look any worse. It looks a lot better than some of them. It's really the context that makes them look annoying. If this just came out, I'd be like. Maybe, but knowing it's a Marvel. Right, if it wasn't part of the MCU and it was just this cat, I mean, that shot doesn't look good. No. They keep showing that one shot of them, like, with no depth, standing on, like, a little, like, cliff. It looks like shit. Why is. And all the rest looks like shit, too. That kind of looks cool, the pyramid thingy. Oh, now it looks like shit. I I take it back. Now it looks bad. I want more Jack Kirby. (laughs) Kingo got a kill. This doesn't look any different from any Marvel I've seen. All the jumping and fighting and shit shot exactly the same. That looks like the bad version of the, like, Deviant or whatever that is. That looked like the bad version of Steppenwolf. Yes. Like the Joss Steppenwolf. Yeah. End it with a gag. Have to have the gag in the trailer. It's a Marvel trailer, so of course end it with a gag. Don't have to have... Why put the gag in the trailer? It's a Marvel movie. And the guy, it's a Marvel and movie. And notice, Jack, of course, the the joke doesn't make sense. Why would he think that his kitchen table would be made by 
by bringing him? Is this guy an eternal champion I mean, or just a, like a moron? Like is, is he, we'll like, probably see we'll probably see in the movie that they'll be like the doors are reinforced this is re- the chair is reinforced well then you're telling me that the table is bam it breaks or whatever no that's just IKEA whatever it's like literally like I don't like want to necessarily see jokes that would like be in like the Big Bang Theory you know <laughs> what I mean like that's like a Big Bang Theory joke um, I don't know Eternals looks completely boring and. Um, like uh, com- like like and also comp too complicated to understand and like you know set in you know the weird marvel cosmology yeah, the marvel i've stuff. read what the spoilers are i've read the post credit scenes and they're really like if if marvel fans pretend to be like excited about these post credits scenes i'll know forever that they're just lying <laughs> that they're just liars they're liars and they're not telling the truth um, I think it might still be a huge movie because I thought Shang-Chi was going to do bad and it like massively overperformed. I think America wants to get back to watching things that have the logo that says Marvel on it. But here's the thing. Does not have a China release date. Oh, boy. And didn't they end up didn't they end up not releasing Shang-Chi yes. in China? Because like I, I think it's because like the dragon in it, there there's some concern over whether it's Fin Fang Foom, which is now thought of as racist. I'm or not going to like, I'm not going to take it seriously. Any of the reasons given because they're usually just made up. I like not the release part, it there. department. But yeah, they just did not release it. No Shang-Chi and no Eternals in China. So who knows if it yeah. w- actually will be a success, because I don't think there's anyway in hell when marvel greenlit these and greenlit their budget that they weren't expecting to release them outside of a pandemic and in china and in other countries yes and and, (laughs) And specifically in china yeah and they've pushed back um a ton they've just pushed back a couple of days ago a ton of movies on their slates so you're gonna wait have to wait a little bit longer to see uh dr strange and the uh i mean it's so funny it's like madness jack we did see like everyone was like Shang Chi is it going to overperform? Is it going to underperform? Everyone was like Shang Chi overperformed, and then like a week later, like Venom fucking kicked its ass. <laughs> like it's like everyone's like Shang Chi, like movies are back, and then like a week later, Venom had like the biggest release of any movie. <laughs> but it's also tangentially a Marvel and more a Marvel than ever. If you saw the new one and the new post credit scene, uh, oh, I didn't. What happened at the end? Um, he like Venom is about to like show him everything he knows or something like that, but then the world shifts around them, and Tom Holland Spider Man is on TV, and they're very solidly now in the like larger Marvel universe or whatever. They like universe skip into where Tom Holland is just because, just 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 because. There's no like just because there really isn't an explanation. He's like, okay, I'll show you, and then like the world shifts around them, and they're in Tom Holland verse or whatever. So- they spend hundreds of millions of dollars on these movies. Like, like, like <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Let's- I read a thing from Andy Serkis who directed these Venom movies uh, where he was like, they didn't tell me like what the Spider-Man scene was going to be until like weeks before the movie came out. So there's a reason why it doesn't like make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't like make any sense or why it's not elegant at all. Uh, anyway, uh, let's go to our next one here. Oh boy, the co- here it is, everyone. The Cowboy Bebop, the new Netflix Cowboy Bebop. Uh, Be- Bebop Lost Session. So this isn't actually a trailer. I'm not sure what it is. It's almost like just a hype preview, I guess. It's not really. Okay. I don't think it's supposed to be the show or a trailer for the show. Just kind of a thing they put together, like a little sizzle. Let's have a look. 
Oh, God. This is a Vimeo. This is a Vimeo. What is this? I got him. That's not the bounty. I got him. Now it is wild. What the f Spike. What? We're on a job. Seriously? Noodles first. Vimeo fan film. Vimeo fan film. A good one, but a Vimeo fan film. Man, the frame thing is really weird. I mean, I've seen it work. It works in Ang Lee's Holt. Doesn't quite work here. But this is like a music video or something. This is not even like a trailer. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to be doing this in the show, right? No. The, the, the stick? I think it's meant to be like a viral type video. Right. Maybe these so scenes are in the show. Making that? Maybe this, these that's what makes it a Vimeo movie more than anything, is that it's a weird little like intended to be viral video. Music video. Hey, nut buckets. What is that video? So I'm not as... What is that video? So I'm not as down on it as everybody else. It seems fine to me. The only problem is... It's kind of a problem I have with the anime. It's just... Too loud and hectic. I, the, I, obviously, the <laughs> anime isn't that hit, hectic and loud, but yeah. I, I, I'm I'm still open that the series is not going to be this. This is meant to, like you know, infect. Like this is meant to entertain like a twelve year old. You know what I'm saying? This yeah, this I maybe guess. this. Clip. I, I don't even. I don't know that clip. I guess I don't know. I'm like I. I that strikes me as very weird, and and the music video ness of it really does make it feel like a fan film. It really makes it feel like you know, uh, and and again, like I don't know. It's very strange. Like, why did they make this? I guess because they announced it and they wanted to show what everyone looks like in the outfits or something. You know what I mean? Like, but these aren't like clips from the show. It's just like they got them on like in the outfits and went to like a back lot and did like. A little music video. Yeah, or and something. they also released earlier the um, intro of, of like a version of the anime intro using the live action stars and actors and scenes from the show. And people were also kind of not into it as well because it tried to keep like it. The pacing was a little bit off from what the anime intro is, and plus animation and live action are just two different things. I feel like they, yes, they didn't aren't are tr so trying to convince us that they understand what cowboy bebop is as opposed to like adapting it to live action in a Here's way our show that is. will be you know interesting and visually appealing now i know people uh, uh might knock a show like firefly but i think firefly looks and feels a bit more like a live act with a live action cowboy bebop should be, be than what i'm seeing here which is just a little bit too 
cartoonish, you know, like, like you could take like Cowboy Bebop, you could take a, it was pretty, you know, serious at times. And you with the comedy, I, it's just a, a little bit too bright, too colorful, too fast moving so far for me. Yeah. I don't know. It is a it is like a weird preview trailer, but it didn't really do it for me. And uh, yeah, we'll have to see. All right. Well, um, Peacemaker. All right. Now this one, I don't even know what the hell this well, is. Jack, you know that hit movie, The Suicide Squad, and the breakout yeah. character from that Peacemaker. Well, at least you're that was, kidding me. They're making a fucking Peacemaker movie already, they, and a trailer's out well, already. It's a TV series, in fact, a spinoff TV series for what was supposed to be a breakout character from a hit movie, which turned out to be a but. flop, um, <laughs> and nobody cares about the character whatsoever. But apparently, they All were right, able well, to I, film some of it while they were filming the. Almost two hundred million dollar flop, The Suicide Squad. So hey, let's have a look. It's content, baby. Here we go, Peacemaker. HBO Max. <laughs> Did this dipshit Steve really Ag on a TV show? They have the nerds from The Suicide Squad in it. She's not fucking us. Is that an eagle in his back seat? <laughs> She's fucking us. Hey, Scooch. <laughs> Why are you in your costume? Costume. This is a uniform, and it's brand new, so I gotta stretch it out, and make it more. Man, we're going to mission. They think Maybe they can get so far on John Cena's charm. They think they can get so far on his charm. Yeah. Aren't exactly conducive to lurking in the shadows. People see this uniform and strikes fear in their Also, this character was the other people at the village people tryout. Kind of like difficult to understand. I mean, it's like he's not like a villain, like how the other ones are villains. He's like a parody of of a superhero or something. Yeah. Is your dog named Doggy? <laughs> All right. Do you have a daughter named Daughtery? Chance of a guy's pet eagle watch. Sure. Fum. Well, that looks like. Uh, <laughs> oh man, is that all they got so far? Oh no, there's the one more. Setup I think I, sent you, the... I sent you the wrong thing. Uh, maybe you can pull it up on the web. There's oh. a full trailer, actually. There's a full trailer. Okay, okay, yeah, let's okay. Let's pull that up. Yeah. Okay. That was just. Uh, oh, I accidentally pulled. Oh, I didn't know they had released a clip, a little personality clip to give us okay, a real yeah. taste of the show. I was just looking at. Here he is with eagerly okay, or whatever the hell. Here we go. Man, they just shit this out so fast. I can't believe how fast this show is out. This is faster than the Marvels did. What superhero are you? Peacemaker. Get out of here. There's no superhero called Peacemaker. I'm famous. Wow. Oh, man. Got the music, See, the gun style, using joke, some hits. That joke doesn't even work because he is supposed to be like a fairly elite villain. He's not like a joke as far as his power levels go. I don't even know who Peacemaker is. I've never read any comics with Peacemaker. I just can't believe how fast they shit out this web series. Oh, from the director of the from the twisted mind of James Gunn. Is this James Gunn directing this? A butt baby. Oh, this is great, James. Thank you, this for this. 
So this guy believes that butt babies like exist. This is what I love about DC Comics, the DC world. This is what I love about it. Quipping and 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 sitting around making jokes with each other. Why don't they just do Justice League um, International? If they want to do a comedy thing, just do it all. Just like and give somebody actually funny to do it, and not James Gunn. Yeah, not James Gunn. Somebody actually James funny. Gunn and John Cena. John Cena, who never works for me in comedy roles, is now going to be. Oh, wow. Look at him in his tidy whiteies. Isn't it funny to see a very buff, the buffest man you've ever seen in tidy whiteies? Wow, oh, he looks like he sucks as a superhero, I guess. Why do I have to watch a show about him now? He's like also, this guy's on the Suicide Squad because he, like, killed people or something. Anyway, whatever. I'm not really into this... I don't like the Suicide Squad averse. Whoa, whoa, whoa! There's two different. There's, there's. You know, I don't even like the other one. I don't. Even, you know, maybe release the air cut, yeah, but I don't even the, like the other the one. Cut. I can't believe how fast that was made. I can't believe that it was made. Um, I, you know, this. When was this greenlit? They green. <laughs> like, when did this happen? <laughs> they were, they greenlit it while they were still in production on the first one, and they shot it at the same time. I bet. I bet they shot it at the same time because it was like a one created by James Gunn. Because the nerds were only there with Waller. They had to be there for like a one day shoot for the movie because they don't. <laughs> they never leave like that office room for that movie they just have like they really are only in the movie for a few minutes so i guess they had them for uh to do this bullshit too it was so the movie the suicide squad was a backdoor pilot for the hbo max series peacemaker some wonderful decision making over there at uh, warner brothers as uh you know as is mentioned in the chat Peace, HBO Max officially ordered Peacemaker straight to series in September 2020. Filming took place in Vancouver, Canada from January to July 2021, COVID shot, uh, with Gunn directing five of the episodes. So James Gunn directed five of these episodes. This just feels like a huge step down for everybody. It really does. <laughs> it feels like a huge step down for James Gunn to be directing web series for John Cena to take the role in the first place. And, and, you know, and I don't think this will do well. <laughs> like, you know, I don't think this will. Um, I don't think that this show is going to be popular the same way that the new Suicide Squad wasn't really popular. No one wants this. No one wants, no one wants this. this, except for like there are people on Twitter who like pretend to be huge James Gunn fans. But there's not like a huge contingent of like people who want the twisted mind of James Gunn to be doing more fucking superheroes. They, they chose James Gunn over Will Smith. That says it all. Yeah, that's really And then really like Margot wild. Robbie, as soon as the movie comes up, she's like, all right, I'm done playing uh, Harley Quinn. I'm like, <laughs> like as soon as wow. it came out. Wow. I did confirm she does not show up basically until 40 minutes into the movie, uh, more or less. Does she become like one of the top 10 characters as far as screen time? go so i don't know what the fuck happened there because i thought she was like the star of the franchise and then man weird bizarre wow all right let's do uh let's go ahead and watch uh, uh welcome to raccoon city now, jack the resident evil show now before i say before we watch this trailer we are watching the u.s trailer there is an international trailer which i swear to god 
every single scene is from the game directly and it will give you <laughs> an entirely different impression of what the movie will be than the u.s trailer I, it's really strange why they make cut these two Weird. opposite trailers but let's watch the actual the bullshit we're actually going to get in the movie resident evil welcome to raccoon city yeah. so what is this is this like a tv no, show it's or a movie. movie it's a new Mo new re they're making a new they're rebooting resident evil rebooting resident evil uh, not directed by that's, Paul W.S. Anderson, which is kind of sacrilegious, if I'm being honest. Nah, that ain't right. No Mila, no Alice. Mm. It's based on RE1 and 2. It mashes them both together. And probably some of Zero as well. This is weird. See, in the other trailer, it's just scenes from the game, and you're like, okay, I recognize this. But this one, they show us the Claire backstory. It starts when she was a kid. There's the classic tanker falling over from yeah. Resident Evil 2. But the international trailer, the whole first 30 seconds is just Claire with that tanker. Now, up the if this doesn't include them having to put some kind of gem in a statue, <laughs> then I'm not interested. You know, I figured out why those puzzles actually make sense. They're cognitive tests. Why? If everybody, if oh. the zombie virus gets out, a oh, zombie's sure. not going to be able to unlock a door that you have to put a gem in. Yes, but that presupposes that every that the police of Raccoon City knew that zombies were going to take no, over. No, they did. So no, they did. Umbrella did. Designed their building. And the cops did. They all did. It, wow. It actually all makes sense. Resident <laughs> Evil is a very tight I love universe. Them, nonetheless. Man. This looks like it stinks. Awful choice of song. For wow, they're really the doing some shots from it, though. If you want, you can pull up. You can pull up the international trailer after this, and we'll just okay. watch that briefly, just to show the difference. Where's Where's the nemesis? Oh, it's yeah. It looks awful. That oh, was wow. it. It was awful. Yeah. Nemesis in in um, Resident Evil Two, the Paul W S Anderson was cool. I I don't. He actually didn't direct that one. That's why I don't like it. It's the one he did. Ah, direct. okay, okay, right. I just don't like the well, the Paul, Paul W Anderson series. Yeah. Okay, Resident Evil, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City International yeah. trailer. It just look is so different. It's so different. It's was I I don't know why. It's like they just wanted to piss off the American fans to get in like headlines. All right, let's see here. This is on IGN. See straight all straight from the games. Oh boy. Yep. makes a zombie outbreak it's weird that they're like trying to make it so based on the games but then in america they're like well no one knows the games i'm like then why did you make this then <laughs> and it makes it seem like claire is kind of just falling into this like a zombie apocalypse yeah. movie as opposed to it being like some conspiracy she's been hunting her entire life weird claire is the back no stars? 
Well, there's the zombie. Yeah. That classic shot. And making it look like they're discovering all this stuff at the time in the movie. Makes it feel like it's like got Code Veronica in it, too, or something. Now, this trailer makes me excited to see it, but I know, <laughs> I know this isn't a movie. Those guys, the hunters. Wow. Better CGI in Paul W.S. Anderson's. <laughs> I think the CGI is better in Paul W.S. Anderson's. I kind of agree, actually. More stylized, anyway. All right, that's the new Resident Evil coming out from Constantine Film. <laughs> the, the, I mean, now there's so many different Resident Evils because there's also, like, the weird 3D ones that they put out. There's, like, the Netflix CG animated no, ones. No, Jack, there's also going to be a Netflix TV series as well. Uh Jeez. Evil. So you're not even going to know which Resident Evil you're watching. You're, it's going to be confusing. You're going to search, search Resident Evil and one will be like the CG tale of like Leon Kennedy released from Japan, then a TV series, then like a woman who's got like hundreds of clones of herself. It's going to be very confusing to understand Resident the Evil. The one very with soon. the hundreds of clones is the good one. The one with the hundred. I mean, that's the good posterity. one. That's the good one. And the games and the games, yes. the games and then the one with hundreds of clones. All right, let's watch. Uh, next up is the DC Fandom trailer for The Flash. Now, this is just like a teaser, right? Oh, no, this is like a full two minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's got some stuff in it. All right, let's give this a watch. Greetings, DC Fandom and Domers. Ezra Miller here, live from the set of The Flash. It looks like this. There's Ezra. We're very excited to show you the movie, uh, and we can't yet because we're still making it. We wanted to show you a teaser, but we can't because we don't have enough material to make a teaser yet. We, we can't make a trailer, uh, but we do have this small sneak peek that my maestro Andy and I have put together that we really hope you'll enjoy. And I will see you in theaters later. Well, he put it together, or they put it together themselves. You will see me. Tell me something. You can go. Isn't this a trailer? <laughs> kind of. Any timeline. Any universe. Michael Keating as Batman. Why, I don't know. I like I like Batflick. I like Ben Affleck. The new Bat outfit is kinda good. We don't get to see which one. We don't get to see A which one. Couple flashes there. 
There it is. So it is a little teasery. It's not not much more beyond Ezra Miller being like, "We've got a long trip. We've got a trailer for you." Most of that was. Well, is him still well, in production? Is him still excitedly pulling back and seeing a Batmobile? Why he's already seen like a bigger, badder Batman and Batmobile than little Tim Burton Batmobile. I don't, I don't yeah. know what he's excited about. I don't know. I uh, I I guess I'm I would be fine. You know, they're supposed to have Bat Affleck Batman in there. They're supposed to have Michael Keaton Batman in there. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of Flashpoint as a as a story in the first place. Um, but whatever. I guess uh, the cartoon, the whole good. fucking thing is a mess. How how are they even making a Flash movie? You know, uh, uh, how are they even making a Flash movie? You know. Uh, um, after like ending the Snyderverse and dare changing they? the Batman and all they? this shit, what are they doing? How dare they? What are they? How dare they lie to the fans? Yeah. The Snyderverse is dead, dead. Sadly, yeah. don't watch this off. Yeah. Don't watch this. Don't watch this. All right, all right. So this next one, uh, even the name seems fucking annoying to me. I don't want to watch well, this, Jack, but this is called. Maybe you're the person what? that needs to show the most. Then this show's called Hello Jack, the Kindness Show. Yes. What the fuck? What? Man. By the way, coming off of like knowing that they had a big hit in in children's entertainment show Ted Lasso um, and like wanting to do like kindness entertainment that doesn't challenge people. It is very funny that their next show is called like the kindness show as as Apple as Apple TV continues its descent into making uh, Mr. Rogers shows for adult babies. Uh, let's watch Hello Jack, the Kindness Show. Well, I think technically this one is supposed to be for baby babies, so but to the town of Clover I, I don't, I can't tell the difference. Well, Jack, I think the thing I can't is, tell the difference. a lot of people won't be able to tell the difference. I think people will start recognizing. This looks like Ted Lasso to me. <laughs> this is Ted Lasso to me. But people, it is for kids, but I think people will start recommending it for adults because it's the type of lessons that it, we can all learn from. We're going to read some positive Apple reviews TV. of this in A- adult Apple TV's whole trades. ethos is po- toxic positivity, I feel like. Yeah, YB, you're right. We have Joe Perra. We don't need this. This is literally they're trying to do... This is literally Mr. Rogers. I didn't even realize that. But here's the... Fu- no, that's a show for kids. I don't really give a shit, I guess. Well, uh, it's, well, it's funny because it's on Apple TV, and Apple TV only has, like, five things on it. So, like, are you just going to sit your kid down and install Apple TV on their on their phone? Watch to, the Hello watch Jack, it, the Kindness and, and Show. And that's it. There's nothing else for them to Tell watch. them not to watch C. <laughs> Tell them not to watch C. Or the Me Too... Uh, the or, Me Too or the Morning yeah, Show. Yeah, the Me Too dramedy uh, morning show. Yeah, which by the way, the, I've read a lot of reviews of of the morning show where they're like, "Why we love the show, but why is Steve Carell still on it? Why are they trying to make us feel good for him?" The answer to that question is because the executives who make the show and the executives at Apple TV think that Matt Lauer was treated unkindly. I because he's a rich person and he should be allowed back. And the perspective of the show is that we need to welcome people back and you know for, have forgiveness and kindness for people. 
I, I don't know about that, Jack, because when I watched the show, what I really saw was just like, it's just a dramedy about me, too. It doesn't really care about politics. It's just like a sit network, like, it's I like Beverly I, Hills I really 910 just about yeah but this. making steve carell and they really thought by the way that show got so many like sag awards and they really treated it like a serious show and they really wanted to act like it was you know something for real and yeah i do think making steve carell into matt lauer and making him one of the main characters of the show does like kind of reveal it's based on a brian stelter book it like does reveal this kind of coziness and adoration you know of the media i don't think so if you actually watch the show like they really don't like they think this all this shit is stupid they make fun of all the characters they, like the reason like when you watch the commercials you think it's like a sorkin thing but when you i watched the first like five episodes of the first season it, and i did absolutely i thought i was, did absolutely think that they were i thought they really they were a little more adulatory i thought they very much undercut it especially the reese witherspoon character who's like oh i'm a serious journalist and then, and then people are like well fuck you why are you on the morning sh show they make them eat I yes but also the way they show she's a serious journalist like betrays like an absolutely fucking goofy she like goes viral for talking back to like a trump person or something like that like it's absolutely goofy like the way that they show her as a serious reporter yeah, I think or whatever the, the, like the show understands like i think the show understands it's all stupid because it's i don't think it's not like sorkin sorkin takes like if sorkin were making the show they were it would actually be about like how the new how morning show news show is important but this is just like about billy crudup like telling people to go fuck themselves you know it's a little bit sillier than that i think <laughs> All right, well, let's get on to our last one here. They're very, very excited for this. It is the franchise that, um, that you know, HBO thinks it has. This is what, you know, Warner thinks will save its its entire world after, you know, the, the semi-cratering of their superhero universe. House mm -hmm. of the Dragon. More Game of Thrones. Uh, who is wanting who is making this first of all who is asking for this you know you know how the show completely fell apart as soon as they didn't have anything to adapt from George R. R. Martin let's do one where there's nothing to adapt from episode one. Oh, I thought no I thought this was an adaptation of a prequel book fire and blood I'm reading like what the context of this book is and most of a lot of it is reprinted directly from the world of ice and fire. Um, it's not like it's a like story featuring characters that go through events. It's just like a history book of what the events were before, um, before uh, the actual song of ice and fire started. I don't know. I, I, I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of faith in HBO doing more Game of Thrones um, after the last couple seasons of the show when they didn't have things to direct, directly adapt uh, from George R. R. Martin. 
Um, and I might not even watch this, but I'll try an episode or two. I, I find I really do find it like very boring. Like I almost in watching this trailer was like, I don't even like want to watch this because like I have like a bad feeling about <laughs> Game of Thrones now after the and like the whole look and feel of it after that last season. All right, folks, that was struggle session. Have a good one. Peace. See you later. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.